Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 2 Corinthians. Today is episode 501. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 16 through 21a. Let's read our passage. I repeat, let no one consider me a fool. But if you do, at least accept me as a fool, so that I can also boast a little. What I am saying in this matter of boasting, I don't speak as the Lord would, but as if it were foolishly. Since many boast according to the flesh, I will also boast. For you, being so wise, gladly put up with fools. In fact, you put up with it if someone enslaves you, if someone exploits you, if someone takes advantage of you, if someone is arrogant toward you, if someone slaps you in the face. I say this to our shame, we have been too weak for that. This is 2 Corinthians. This is a letter Paul is sending to the church in Corinth. Titus is going to take the letter there. Titus took a previous letter called the Tearful Letter after the blow-up with Paul when he made a quick visit from Ephesus. And the Tearful Letter laid out, well, the problem. And he laid it on the line of their bad behavior and damaged relationship with him. And he appealed for them, but right, the right thing to do was. And the combination of the letter and Titus's ministry seems to have brought the majority of the church around. They now support Paul. There's still a few who are holding out. And Paul's dealing with them and dealing with some outside agitators who have shown up and are, well, leading the church astray. Paul has referred to them as super apostles or false apostles. And the section, the letter now, chapter 11 and 12, is called The Fool's Speech. And Paul is speaking foolishness. And foolishness equals boasting in his mind. And so he's boasting, which is foolish. So we finish up today this section called the introduction, where he really hasn't made any argument yet. He's just laying out the groundwork, so to speak, of his foolishness. Then in the next section, in the second half of verse 21 through chapter 12, verse 10, that will be the actual fool's speech. That will be his boasting. Then he'll wrap it up in epilogue 3 verses in chapter 12. So he says here in verse 16, I repeat, let no one consider me a fool. Now, who is it who would consider him a fool? Well, the hint here is down in verse 20 where he says, if someone enslaves you, if someone exploits you, if someone takes advantage of you, if someone is arrogant, if someone slaps you, all those are someone. And it's actually the same Greek word up here, let no one consider me a fool. So it would be not anyone consider me a fool. Same word as the, the someone down in verse 20. Those are obviously referring to the false apostles. So it seems to be, let no one consider me a fool, would be the false apostles. They shouldn't consider me a fool. And this sounds like, well, they're kind of daring them to. I dare you to consider me a fool. But then he shifts. He says, but if you do, at least accept me as a fool, so that I can also boast a little. So no one, the false apostles, should consider him a fool. But if you Corinthians do consider me a fool, then accept me as a fool so I can boast a little. And there's a lot of little jabs throughout this because his point being, you accept the boasting of these false apostles, 
and that's foolish. So if they're boasting, that makes them fools, and you accept them as fools, so accept me as a fool. So he's playing a little uh, role-playing here. You guys seem to accept fools and their boasting, so I'm going to play the fool, and I'm going to boast. So please put up with me as I do this. Number 17. What I'm saying in this manner of boasting, I don't speak as the Lord would, but as it were foolishly. So what he's saying here is, I'm not speaking as an apostle here. Thus saith the Lord, I am speaking as a fool, like the false apostles do. So I'm not speaking like a real apostle. I'm speaking like the false apostles. I'm boasting, and it is foolishness. Now verse 18 says, Many boast according to the flesh. I will also boast. So according to the flesh, this is what they boast about. And by the flesh, I mean their own accomplishments. Who they are, what they are, how they do it, how good they are. And that's big. the big challenge here is that they just seem so impressive. And Paul points out the two areas that they're claiming superiority. One is their speaking ability. And secondly is their visions and revelations. The point being they just seem so they just seem so good. They they speak like wow, like nobody's business. They're just such incredible orators. When they stand up and speak, well, it's just so amazing. And and they claim to have such revelations, such visions. These guys are just so impressive. Well, also this is according to the flesh. They're just trying to be impressive. So, since many boast according to the flesh, I will also boast. Point being is, since I'm playing the part of a fool here. Now, verse 19, this is a real dig at the Corinthians. For you, being so wise, gladly put up with fools. So his argument here is, you guys put up with fools, so put up with me and my foolishness. You guys, you really do put up with fools, the false apostles. And you being so wise. So the dig here is, this is something we've seen and talked about through Paul's letters here, is it's the Corinthians seem to think they are very wise. And Paul really slammed them on this in 1 Corinthians, that you guys are not nearly as wise as you think you are, because your wisdom is based on the flesh, worldly wisdom. You need some godly wisdom. And so here it's a little dig at that. You guys are so incredibly wise. You put up with fools. Who are the fools they put up with? The false apostles. So put up with my foolishness a little bit here as I play the fool. So they put up with fools. Now, verse 20, this is a real slam. It's a slam on everybody. It's a slam on the Corinthians for putting up with it, and it's a slam for the false apostles for doing it. He says, in fact, you put up with it if someone enslaves you. If someone exploits you, if someone takes advantage of you, if someone is arrogant toward you, if somebody slaps you in the face. So, not exactly a, a mystery here what he's saying. He's saying, this is what the false apostles are doing to you. And you guys are putting up with this. Now, each of these, I mean, they have real meaning, but he's really more taking it as a whole. These guys are abusing you. He said, you put up with if somebody enslaves you. Some people think, okay, he's referring to the fact they're promoting the Jewish law, which enslaves. But others say, no, if that's what he meant, he'd be more blatant about it. Uh, so some think it's 
what it's just referring to here is their domineering leadership. This is my way or the highway, and that's enslaving them. If someone exploits you, and, and this could mean financially, because they are being financially supported by the Corinthians. If someone takes advantage of you, the word taken advantage of can literally means to trap, like with a bait and trap something. If someone is arrogant towards you, again, literally, it's lifts themselves higher than you or puts you down. So it's arrogant toward you, basically lifting themselves higher, looking down on you. Or someone slaps you in the face, probably uh, more along the lines of humiliates you. So all these things, the whole point here is they're being abused. Paul is saying these false apostles are abusing you people in the Corinthian church, and you are putting up with it. So the implication here is, he said, you're so wise. Well, he's really saying it, but you, if you were really wise, you wouldn't be putting up with this kind of abuse, which makes you unwise, which makes you guys fools. Verse 21a, I say this to our shame. We have been too weak for that. Now, that's kind of hard to understand. What's he really saying here? And the best guess here is one of the accusations against Paul is he's weak. He's not strong and impressive like he's super apostles. He's weak. I mean, just look at him. He's a weakling. And Paul kind of saying here, we're too weak to do what these guys do, take strong, powerful people to abuse the church this way. Not the way I do it. And what's the contrast to the way these guys are trying to lead the church? Well, the way Christ leads, Christ leads with gentleness and humility. Not these guys. These guys are domineering and arrogant and take advantage of the church. At least that's the way Paul's portraying it. Very opposite of the way Christ operates. And Paul says, and we're too weak to do it that way. We're just, uh, we're so weak. There's no way we could abuse the church that way. And this will be the basis of his boasting, is his weakness. He will boast in his weaknesses, boast in his dependence on Christ, where their boasting is about how good they are, how excellent they are, how powerful they are, how successful they are. And so the Corinthians, they think they're wise, but they're really acting well, not very wise, they're acting unwise, and they're acting foolishly. So Paul's playing the fool, but he's accusing the super apostles of being fools. And it's kind of a backhanded uh, accusation here of the Corinthians are playing the fool too in following these foolish super apostles. This is the end of the introduction. Next time we pick it up with the fool's speech itself, where he starts into the, the boasting. So Paul's been laying the groundwork here of dealing with these false apostles, these false teachers who are presenting a different Jesus, a different spirit, and a different gospel, leading the church astray, leading the church away from God. And so Paul's challenge for them is, well, wake up, Corinthian church, and stop following these guys who are leading you astray. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 2 Corinthians.